as citizens bustled through their busy metropolis, some stopped, looked to the sky, and pointed. Several with mobile phones recorded the heavens while more gazed skyward. Others joined observing the spectacle of cloud-like dragons in the sky. The dragons swirled and engaged each other against the backdrop of stationary clouds as the crowds whispered tales from long ago. The tales were of China's dragon kings, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, Episode 70, China's Dragon Kings. I am Kamuala Kanashiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. To celebrate Halloween 2021, I'll be sharing one of my unusual paranormal investigations but you can hear one of my first paranormal encounters for free by joining our email list. Links can be found in our show notes, so sign up today. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, dragons. It is believed dragons have long ruled the earth. Their natural form was described as having a horse's head with a hair-like beard. They have horns, wings, claws, and a snake's tail. Please note, I said their natural form because Chinese dragons are shapeshifters. Their human form wear elaborate robes, but their head is a dragon. Chinese dragons eat treasures like gems and pearls. They are water-dwelling creatures who can manipulate water, fire, wind, and ice, but their true power is unknown. Similar to Pacific cultures we've covered in the past, China's dragons are guardians of flowing waters, waterways, and have appeared in clouds or waterspouts. Coastal temples and shrines were dedicated to them for favorable sea conditions and safe water journeys. While dragons are protectors of water, the four major dragons are brothers in charge of China's seas and seasons. The northern black dragon who guards the North Sea or Lake Baikal represents winter. The eastern blue dragon guarding the East China Sea represents spring. The southern red dragon guarding the South China Sea represents summer. The western white dragon guarding Qinghai Lake represents autumn. But these brothers follow their supreme sibling, the dragon king, Long Shen. The dragon king is the master of all dragons. He controls all sea creatures, oceans, and weather. He is red-skinned, temperamental, and so fierce, the only being he listens to is the Jade Emperor. The Dragon King is said to have many children, but perhaps one of his more important children was a daughter, who at eight years old obtained enlightenment, proving not only men, but women can obtain enlightenment as well. Things don't end there, for you see, she loved her Dragon King father so much, she wished to teach him the ways to enlightenment. But he was set in his ways and only listened to the Jade Emperor. 
Buddha understood the child's wish and appeared before the Dragon King as a personal teacher. The Dragon King learned Buddha's ways, ruled accordingly, and was granted godhood. Because of this, the Dragon King was known for not only his power, but wisdom. The following is a legend from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural records. The Eastern Blue Dragon enjoyed his banquet. As his guests and wife talked amongst themselves, his chamber's main doors burst open. The dragon's guards drew their weapons and filed around their master. The intruder's small humanoid silhouette filled the doorframe. I demand a great weapon. Give it to me now or suffer the fate of others before. The blue dragon's eyes narrowed. Who are you to rudely disrupt my peace? The intruder dropped to all fours and hurried into the chamber. The intruder was a monkey and stopped in the middle of the room. I am the Monkey King. No doubt you've heard of me. The chamber rumbled as the dragon growled and his guards approached the monkey. I sense great danger if I were to engage in fighting you. The Monkey King grinned as the guards surrounded him. Your legendary dragon sense is right. Will you listen to it and see another millennia? Stop, the dragon bellowed. He is a guest. The guards backed away from the monkey. He chuckled. You are indeed wise. Now, my weapon. If you receive one, will you leave in peace? The monkey king agreed. Several ornamented carts were wheeled in, each containing a different weapon. The first was heavy. The monkey king pretended struggling with its weight but noted it was too flimsy. He chucked it aside and tried the next. It was heavier. The monkey noticed a pattern and continued his charade, while noting the weapon lacked versatility. The third weapon was much heavier. The monkey king pretended not to be able to lift it. The blue dragon laughed. Perhaps you are not strong enough to wield celestial weapons. The monkey king hoisted the weapon like a feather, and deftly wielded it. Perhaps you assume too much. The chamber rumbled from the dragon. Husband, the dragon's wife said, perhaps our guest would like to try the pillar of black iron? I noticed it glowing days ago. Hmm, it may be ordained for him, but the pillar is too cumbersome for a weapon. The monkey king tossed his weapon aside. I can wield anything. As you wish. The blue dragon's eyes glowed. The chamber blurred to another part of the castle. The ceiling stretched miles high. Between the monkey and dragon glowed a large pillar, a barrow wide. Behold, the pillar of black iron, the dragon said, used in times past to measure the ocean's great depths. The monkey touched the pillar's side. It moved. The monkey king grew till he towered over the dragon and took the pillar like a staff. The pillar's glow faded. This would make a fine weapon if it were smaller. The pillar reduced. The monkey's eyes widened. Could it become bigger? 
the pillar enlarged. The monkey thought for the pillar to shrink. The pillar reduced, and the monkey king shrank with it. He reached his normal size and pretended to attack several opponents, spinning the pillar and adjusting its size. This is indeed a fine weapon. Are you satisfied? The monkey king shrank the pillar to a splinter and tucked it behind his ear. Very. The blue dragon's eyes glowed and the room blurred to the chamber. The guards studied the monkey king. Well, I'll be going. The monkey walked towards the door. Now I'll be visiting your brothers because our agreement didn't include them. The chamber rumbled. Wait! The monkey king stopped. Why? Our agreement has been fulfilled. The blue dragon's tail flicked as he listened to his senses. If my three brothers each give you a treasure, will you leave our family and our realms in peace and not harm our subjects? The monkey king scratched his chin. I agree if there is no retribution and you allow me to return to my realm in peace after our agreement. Very well, the blue dragon thundered with glowing eyes. Roars shook the chamber as a black, red, and white dragon swarmed from the high ceiling. The monkey king screeched, his hair spiked as he willed the pillar into a staff and readied himself. The blue dragon's subjects bowed as the three dragons hissed at the monkey and took their brother's side. What is the meaning of this, brother? The dragons demanded telepathically. It's the monkey king. Why is he holding the pillar of black iron? Their voices thundered in the blue dragon. Enough! You know of the monkey king. We made an agreement that he'd leave our domain if the four of us give him a heavenly treasure. Have you lost your mind? We can easily defeat him, the red dragon thought, then roared at the monkey. The monkey stood his ground. Brother! The blue dragon's voice filled the red dragon's mind. Calm yourself and consult your senses. The monkey's hair flattened. Are we going to fight, or are you just going to look at me and roar? Come on, say something. Patience, the blue dragon said. The dragon brothers calmed. The blue dragon nodded. My three brothers agree with our terms. The monkey king crept towards the glowing-eyed dragons as they conjured their troves. He accepted the north black dragon's cloud-stepping boots, the west white dragon's gold chain mail, and the south red dragon's mystical phoenix-feathered cap. The monkey admired his equipment. Are you satisfied? The blue dragon said. Yes, the monkey laughed. Now I'll go to the dragon king and see what he can give me. The blue dragon's teeth gleamed. He is our brother and against our agreement. The dragons laughed. The chamber blurred into a shoreline that stretched out before the monkey. He snarled, kicked rocks, and headed home. You can help support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. Today, coastal dragon temples and shrines still exist. Dragons are considered good luck and are represented in festivals to scare away demons and misfortune. Dragon boat races are connected to the Dragon King, 
However, there's many conflicting theories on how this began. The Dragon King is seen in various media, including the Mortal Kombat video game series, as the playable character Onaga. And of course, the Dragon King appeared many times throughout the Dragon Ball series as Shen Long. Once again, I prefer the original Japanese version. As for the Monkey King, that's a story for another time. I've seen a number of awe-inspiring natural phenomena. One was a low-altitude storm. There wasn't any rain, but a lot of wind, thunder, and lightning. My friend and I agreed. All we were missing was summoning Shen Long. Then he pointed out, we really shouldn't be this close to such an active storm. And we left. But still, it was an amazing experience. If you feel our show deserves five stars, please give us that rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Park by Adrian Jananak, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is moe uhane. Moe uhane means dream. An example of moe uhane is Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz believed her adventure was a moe uhane. Once again, moe uhane is Hawaiian for dream. Dream is also the main character in Neil Gaiman's Sandman comics. I just had to get another geek reference into this episode. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho.